0: It's Olympic Fever on episode 40. I'm Kate.
1: I'm Tammy. And this is Knit Together.
0: Woohoo! Hello! How are you?
1: I'm okay. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I'm doing spectacular.
1: Well, that's wonderful and outstanding.
0: I know. I've been I many really, more happy
1: adjectives can we come up with? I know.
0: Just to cheer us up, we're recording a little earlier in the day than we usually do. So.
1: Yeah, I remember the late night episode where yeah. we were like, you know, completely flaky. And slap happy. You know.
0: I know. We'll have to see which we, one they We are present. not fully caffeinated right now. so No, not quite. And I have, I know you have a cough, and I have like a sinus issue going on, so I sound a little more mannish this morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, but I'm excited because uh, we have a lot to talk but just about.
1: Just another look into our lives.
0: Yes, exactly. So, um, well, so tell us what you've been working on. I want to hear all about what you've been going on with. Right now.
1: Oh, I you know, it it really does and it seems like it's been forever since, you know, we've talked and we say this every time and you know, we just keep running out of time, but um I think I've, we don't talk about on, Um let's see, I finally finished that darned clap of tea. Woohoo. And um let me just say, if there's anyone out there listening, who is even remotely considering that they're going to knit a clappity out of mohair. Uh,
0: Don't do it. uh Please don't
1: do it. I beg of you. (laughs) Just stop. Stop the insanity. Um, If I had not seen it in person, I never would have attempted it. And even like midway through, I'm like going, have you lost your mind? (laughs) You know, because you can't drop the stitches. I mean, you have to pick them out Uh, one by one. So it was a pain. Um, but it was done a little bit. I didn't get it finished in January like I'd hoped, so that kind of delayed my February knitting. I was planning on doing um, the Argus Shawlette for um, the February Spring Fling Knit Along, and I think I got the setup done. And I haven't done any of the charts. And of course, you know, tomorrow is the end of February, so the chances of me finishing that are slim to none. So I've pretty much given up on that. And, um, it seems like when I get stuck, I don't know about you, if, if you kind of get on this, this kick, but like, I've been wanting to knit hats. Yes. And it's like, you you only have one head, you know, and you have your favorites. So you wear the same one over and over, but it's like, ooh, I must knit that hat. Oh, I must knit that hat. And I think it's just because they're fast and they're easy and you feel successful because yeah. you've completed them. Yeah. And, um... I have given a a couple of them away here recently, so it's not like I just am, you know, piling up this, you know, big drawer of hats. Um, But I I made the Amanda hat, which loved, loved, loved the pattern. Very well written, very easy to do, Mm -hmm. and looks, you know, a little bit more complicated, and it was fabulous. And then I also did the Grand Cloche hat, the the sideways Grand Cloche, which actually – I mean, it's. I think it's in the, the interweave accessories, and it's also in a a, a book that I don't have. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's kind of cool. I, I think it's more for people who have really short hair in order for it to, to look right. But um, I actually bought the yarn that the pattern called for. It was the Baby Grand Alpaca um, Plymouth. And um, I'm going to cough. Excuse me. <laughs> That's okay. <clears throat> I have new headphones, and I don't know where my mute button is. Oh, no. Um I really don't. It's I thought I had one. Um and you basically you just knit ribbing, like a long strip of ribbing and then um you change needle sizes so as you get to the top it gets a little bit narrower. Mm-hmm. And then you seam it up and then you do like the ribbed I thought it was cabled actually, but it's like just ribbed um strips and then you like crisscross them and attach it at the top. Oh, nice. oh, well I guess somewhere you join it and you do the crown. But it turned out that like I mean I needed to have cast on like I don't know, I'd have to check my gauge, but you know, fewer stitches so that the it wasn't so wide to start with because now it's very, very tall. Oh, I so see. I kinda have to squish it down or like really pull it down over my head. But it's really warm, you know, and it's cute. Um but that's just a warning for that pattern. And then um the Olympics started um, what February 12th, and um, I decided to do the February Lady sweater, like you know everyone else has already done. I'm always you know two years behind, um, you know the wildfire knits, so I'm working on that currently in uh, Dream and Color Classy, and love the yarn, and I just I'm about halfway done with my first sleeve. So I'm I'm not concerned that I'm not going to finish it by tomorrow night. It's just, you know, it's been killing me. It's just <laughs> one thing to be monogamous, to, you know, a big project. And yeah. two, I mean, it's a big deal to do a, even an easy sweater in, you know, 17 days. Yeah, plus so.
0: it's got, you know, lace pattern in it and, you know, lots of shaping and things like that. So, I don't know, seems like it might be a little ambitious. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean the fur i mean it's really the lace pattern's simple and it's easy to memorize mm-hmm. and once you get past the yoke, there's really not any shaping you know and it's and there's no seaming, which you know is is awesome um but you know of course, I'm making the largest size and you have like you know at the widest point i I can't remember I had almost four hundred um stitches on on the needles, yeah, you know garter stitch, you know, so it's taking like twenty minutes a row. Mm hmm. So,
0: well, and so, well, one thing that you hadn't mentioned that you were working on that I was kind of curious about is your uh, modern baby blanket. I know you knit one that the one that you said in your blog that it didn't quite get finished in time for the for the shower or whatever. But is that the one that you're still working on?
1: yeah um I kind of um put that on hold for um Rav Olympics, and you know talked to my niece about it, of course the baby's not due until the end of May first of June, so you know I have some time, yeah <laughs> I was just putting the pressure on myself to try and get it done by the shower and and I knew that wasn't gonna happen, and I already admit like you know all those burp clods and the other little clods and some booties and some other stuff and um you know so that was. What was going on?
0: Yeah, so you had plenty of stuff to work. I mean, plenty of other things to put aside. So So she,
1: yeah, she just gave me a reprieve. I'm on um the block nine. So there's ten blocks total, and block nine is actually um, two colors. Mm -hmm. So you you knit half um, with one color, and then you've got to like twist it when you pick up the next color, so it's you know like seam together.
0: Uh So it goes around. And then I
1: have to do the border.
0: Well, that's not very much left, but I know that when you get once you get that big, it's one of those things where it goes by really fast, and then you get really big, and then you have like this—you know—takes you 400 stitches just to knit across one row or something. But I guess it's good um, TV watching. stuff.
1: Yeah, it it will be <laughs> when <laughs> when you once I there. get back
0: into it. That is so funny. So, well, cool. So, how about a, you? Oh, what have I been working on? Well of course, have my never-ending sock for Jerry (laughs) that I started.
1: Yeah, one of those two, I didn't mention that. Yeah,
0: well, if anybody was counting this, it's probably every podcast since July because I started it whenever we went on our vacation last year in July, and I finished up the first sock, and then I just never really cast on for the second one, and then I finally cast on, and then I just knit on it when... um, you know, like when I'm in line at some place and it's only a couple of rounds and then mm-hmm. whenever I go to knit night, that's the one, when we go to knit together, that's the one that I pull out to knit on because um I'm always helping other people. And you know how that goes where you don't really get any knitting at Knit Together. Right. You don't get anything done because you're always helping somebody else. So, um which is fine, We've and we've had a lot of new people coming in, and it seems like as soon as they take off, you know, I've had a couple who finally had that aha moment, and uh-huh. now they can just pick up anything and pick up a pattern and they could start working on it, and so I have a couple who are like that, but then we had two or three new people show up, and now they need help too, so... um And we've had a few people who are actually helping me teach, so that's pretty good, too. So I'm happy about that. So anyway, um, but that is just hasn't really been getting done, and so maybe it'll be done at the end of our next vacation? I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. So um, and speaking of vacationing, um, the one thing that we made so much fun about in the whole What Not to Knit episode, you remember, (laughs) that I have been knitting is the Just Beachy Bikini. That is right. Yeah. I am knitting a swimsuit.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. You're nuts. You're insane. I
0: am quite crazy to do this. However, I must say that I may have been a little naive when I made so much fun of it before because I had never seen yarn like the Cascade Fixation yarn before, which is what I'm using to knit this one, and it is uh, cotton and I think it's nylon or a type of nylon. And it is so super stretchy that you have to actually be careful when you're knitting with it that you don't stretch it out and then knit because then it won't stretch out any further at that point. So you have to kind of knit a little bit looser, you know, but still keep your gauge. And so Uh I finished the top last night, or yesterday, I guess, I finished the I-cord, basically, it's, you know, you knit one of the cups, and then you have I-cord going up for around, it ties around the back of your neck, and then you have a really long I-cord that ties around, um, the top of your bust, or like underneath your bust, and then you also have the other cup with the other I-cord, so there's a lot of I-cord in there, and, um, the cascade fixation doesn't really lend itself to knitting it with like a... I cord maker or even a school yeah. or anything like that. So, but it was fine. I just did it while I was watching TV, and it, you know, each one took about an hour or so to get 18 inches for the neck, and then I think it's a little longer than that for the back. But anyway, um, it's actually a cute pattern and it looks pretty good on me so far. So. We'll see, I'm going to actually uh, do a shower test with it where, you know, I wear it in the shower first. and see, Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, see what's going on. And then I figured that um, I'm probably just going to go ahead and I haven't decided if I'm going to put a lining in it or not. But I was just thinking that the lining might, you know, be a save if it, I don't know, if I needed a saving grace, it would be there. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah,
1: I, I think that would be wise. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm still skeptical about this whole knitted um swimwear
0: and I well I read a lot of before I started this pattern I read what other people wrote and they said that it was you know it was a pretty good swimsuit that it worked really well and that you know they would wear it to the beach and in the pool and all kinds of stuff like that but you know when you're vacationing um you know in a place like Hawaii or something that most people don't really wear um their clothes anyway, like we do here. Like, if you're going to go to the beach in Florida, you usually, like, put something over yourself, and then you get to the beach, and then you take your, you know, then you have your swimsuit on, and that's not the way it is there. They just walk around in swim trunks and no shoes and, you know, um, or shorts and bikini tops, and, you know, they just walk around like that. So um, it may work just for that, if nothing else, you know, as a cover for that and not really I don't know. Maybe I can act like a local or something. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, other than that, I, uh, I started the Pioneer in that Volmiza that you gave me, the Amazonius color. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. It's a great yarn, other than the fact that I'm knitting an entire pullover type t-shirt sweater thing in the sock weight yarn which takes forever it's you know uh takes me a good like 10 rows to even see uh an inch or half inch I think I think it's maybe an inch yeah. of progress so um and it has cable twists all around it so not that they're major cable twists or anything um but it I knit on it in the car a little bit and it just takes a long time to see any progress so that's one that I've just been kind of picking up in between other things right now because there's no shaping so I just have to knit um, until it's about 18 inches longer than it is now or maybe not quite that long maybe like 12 inches longer than it is right now but that's a long way to go you know well, when here's talking- what bothers
1: me about you making that sweater out of the Volniza. Mm-hmm. people there's only 575 yards of yarn and she's <laughs> making a sweater <laughs> I mean, that might make some sleeves for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you know, I saw
1: you start doing that. I'm like, holy cow! She only has one skein of that. Yeah,
0: I know. I I was kind of worried about the yardage in it too, and um, but someone else made it with their Vilmiza, and that's when I Mm -hmm. that's when I just like, oh, I'm so doing that, and um. And I weighed the I weighed the yarn before I started, and I've been kind of weighing it periodically. And what that's I the thing too. Even though
1: the the measure like on the label says five seventy five, yeah. um, Claudia is very generous. Yeah, so I was like, you might could actually have you know a few more yards than that.
0: Definitely. Well, my plan is that it doesn't really have sleeves. It just has like little caps. You know, they're just capped off at the top, and then you go back and you. Um, pick, you, know, you only knit like a couple of rounds after you go back and pick up the stitches again um, because it's knit all in one piece. And um, then you add like a little scalloped crochet edge. So what I thought I would do is I would knit it until it's like at the absolute, it's knit from the top down. So I would knit until it's like the absolute shortest that I would like to have it. And then mm-hmm. stop and go back and do the sleeves and do the edging around the top. That way all I have to do is use whatever yarn I have left over at that point to continue knitting the length of it so then you know if I, I won't run out of yarn and have to rip back or anything like that to try to to gain yarn at least that way if it like sits right at my hips and I have to wear something underneath it then that's okay but if it ends up being longer then or meant at my waist not my hips and then if it ends up being long enough to go down to my hips then that would be great too. So Gotcha. Yeah. So we'll see. It you know, when you pull it out and I'm like, Oh, I'm knitting this sweater, you know, and you hold it up and it's like, I don't know, maybe six, seven inches wide. Uh-huh. Everybody's like, Who are you making it for again? And I'm like, Um, for me and they're like yeah, <laughs> you know, you may have a gauge problem there. So, <laughs> but I've tried it on a few different times. Once I joined for the front, and it seems to fit me just fine. With it has that negative ease to it, and it looks really good. I think so. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. And then, um, oh, uh, the one thing that kept me busy for a week or so, um, last well, you know, before Valentine's Day was I knit um, Annie Pearl's pattern for, like, the mom tattooed Valentine heart things, you know, with the wings. Right. Maybe I should get the actual name of that pattern before before I... Yeah, the Valentine
1: heart things. Yeah.
0: So uh, the actual pattern is Winged Heart Tattoo by Annie Pearl. There you go. And I have four kids, so I knit four hearts. Um, I actually wanted to knit one for Jerry, too, but I never made it quite that far. And, um, I knit, you have, it's actually knit in two pieces. The hearts are knit in two pieces and sewn together. I managed to do mine in the round, so I didn't have to do very much seaming, but then I had to do charting, (coughs) excuse me, charting for each one of their names. And then I did a little fair isle. One of them had to be done in Tarja because, um, LJ the shortest name was the hardest one to do because he had such a big gap between the top of the L and the top of the J, yeah, you know, because he Uh had, uh, yeah. So anyway, I was like, it's kind of funny because the, the easiest name to write or to do things with, with only two letters ended up being the hardest. So, um, so I finished all of those hearts and the kids just loved them. And I thought about filling them up with like beans or some of those little, um, the beads that you get for polyfill beads, you know. And then I just had these ideas of them, you know, going, oh, well, when you have a bean bag, what do you want to do? You want to kind of toss it up and catch it, right? Well, I can imagine all these hearts flying through the air (laughs) with three boys. (laughs) And I didn't do that. And so as soon as I gave it to them, what did they do? They started throwing them around the room. So that was a good call to just stuff it regularly and not mess with the beans or bean bags or anything like that but it is a cute idea if you have a kid who's not gonna throw it around the house or if you don't care if they throw it around the house I should say Um, and oh and then I knit some baby slings I don't know if you saw that in my projects or not but Uh -uh. I had a little uh, photography shoot and I had another girl who's not a knitter that I just taught to knit actually um, who bought all the patterns she's a photographer and she wanted um, these as photo props and um, one of them is like a hammock. I mean it is just a hammock and you knit it on size 35 needles and Holy cow! I know. Huge needles. And
1: Yeah I just went over to your projects page. Those are really cute. are
0: they cute? And the babies that I took pictures of, um, the one in the pod and the one in the hammock, they're twins. They're just, um, they're not identical. And the one who's in the hammock, she has dark hair and dark eyes. And then the one who's in the pod, she has blonde hair and blue eyes. So it's really cute. <clears throat> it's like knitting two different babies, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Instead of knitting, or knitting, photographing twins. Where did you find size 35 needles? You know, Actually, um, the girl, the photographer girl, went and bought everything she needed. Oh wow! Yeah, she bought the pattern, and she um, down she printed it off, and she, you know, asked me uh, what to what else to get, what yarn to get, and she's like, I bought these needles, but I'm not sure about the yarn. Should I buy exactly what it says? And it says to use like that a Bernat yarn. Um, cool or whatever it's called. Boucle. Yeah. There you go. I'm like, I don't know. So, um, and then also to use Lion Bram homespun. So that, and then you hold it together and it adds a little fuzz and a little strength to it. And it yeah. work, works out really good. And you can see best in like the baby stocking hat that it's like white and oatmeal blended. And so, anyway, the hammock knits up in like, I don't know, a half an hour to an hour and it's wow. super easy i mean it's super it's just garter stitch really and the holes only show up yeah. because you're knitting it in such big needles um the baby pod didn't take very long either it just was a little kind of wonky to make the little pouch part of it and i had to watch her video and i think it will be really cute if you have infants who aren't as wiggly as these are so they were um they were like sticking their hands and toes through the through the um, little holes and like pulling and you know and they weighed you know they only weighed 15 pounds but that was quite a bit of weight to hold in some knitting so I didn't really lift them up very high I just kind of set them in it and Mm -hmm. anyway it was really cute but you can see the dogs are hanging in the in the little pod (laughs) in one of the pictures so yeah turned out really cute Cute. and i am totally going to make the hammock again um in probably a little while and use it for the kids to hold their toys you know how you buy those Uh hammocks but i'm probably going to knit it out of more of a cottony color you know just a regular kitchen cotton and do it on like 15s or something um and hang it in the corner of their room so they can put their stuffed animals up in it so that'd be kind of neat, or baby dolls, or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's pretty much what I've had going on on my plate. Oh, wait, one more thing. Sorry, <laughs> is that I learned how to knit with beads. Yeah. And one of those things that I, was my must knit thing, must do. Um, when we talked about, you know, a long time ago, some of those things that we just had to try, and mm-hmm. knitting with beads was one of mine. I got a double zero needle. Um, from the Loopy U, and that was the smallest that they ha- actually carried, and it was an Addy ne- needle. I didn't know that they went down that small, but um, it was really easy. The actual stringing the beads took much longer than the knitting did, and um, this pattern you don't do any increases or decreases, it's just um, the wideness at the bottom is determined what by... What was the project? Oh, it's the beaded am- amulet bag by Susan oh, okay. Rainey and um, it's just this tiny little bag and it really it really came out quite quite small and I know that um, they're kind of more like a jewelry type thing or a just for fun type thing but I kind of wanted mine to be a little more functional but I mean it is so small that you could put some change in it but not much else. I mean It just, it it doesn't even hold like a credit card. You know, it's only half the size of a credit card. so small. Um, It's really tiny, but it is really adorable looking. And I have had so much trouble with the straps that I finally gave up on the straps and just left this one without straps. And then the next ones that um, I decided to make these for my mom, my mother-in-law, and my four, um, yeah, my four sisters-in-laws. Um each one for the month that they were born in because each one is a different month luckily so there's you know March and April or February March April um, I don't think I have one anyone in May but then June and July and so on so I can make one a month and they and I think I'm just gonna make it a little bit bigger so that it's more like a clutch instead of a um, instead of a just a little amulet bag type thing so that they can Put some change and maybe their cell phone down in it and a credit card or something and carry it when they go out. So, and I'm making it in their burstone colors. Very cool. Good idea. So, that's pretty much what I have going on. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know,
1: well, and we do want to mention um, something that has been going on for one of our listeners. Um, we have mentioned tabitha before of tabitha Knits, and um she has been designing some patterns and um i was staying away from them because she was naming them like it was an arwen series uh-huh. and i was dealing with a cardigan for arwen which is not at all related and you know it was like i can't even stand to see the name arwen right now but um she she's designed like this whole um Arwen accessories, and there's a wrap and a cowl, and um, I forget what else. And then I think there's um, hat
0: socks and fingerless yeah.
1: mitts. Oh yeah, the little the little socks mm-hmm. and and um, then she did like an Aragorn scarf and everything. But anyway, um, she's got her own group on Ravelry now, so you might want to check that out. And um, it's it's really a lot of fun and very welcoming. Um, Breanne's mom Linda, who is Stony Brook, and who's also Got some good stuff going on with some Portuguese knitting pens and, yeah. and opening an Etsy store. So we're going to give her a shout out too. But but um, Tabitha, we just want to say congratulations because the Arwen Wrap is on page 39 of the new Web's catalog. Yes, it and is. And that's just so cool. That
0: is so awesome to know somebody who is such a great We're just designer. so proud proud to know you. I know. And it's so beautiful. Um, it is the color that they knitted up. I think they knitted up, I should say. But um, it is just is just a beautiful photograph and a beautiful pattern and Tabitha is so talented. We just want to make sure that we congratulated her here on the podcast yeah. and you may want to go check out her patterns. Um, they're all available on Ravelry and on her website. She has lots of photographs of each one of them. So check those out.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so anyway, stay with us. Yeah. Sorry. And
1: uh, yeah, we'll <laughs> say the same thing. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back. Purify your mind You want to be set free today Lay it all down before the King Oh yeah This is my
1: desire This is my
0: return This is my desire do me use by you. Okay, you go now.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I was funny. waiting for you.
0: Oh, sorry. This is
1: the problem we have when we're, you know, doing this uh, remotely. Yep. Um, we need the webcam so we can be <laughs> waving. i wave a sign at you. Hello. Um, well, anyway, we, we know a lot of um, you have been either participating in um, Rap Olympics or the Yarn Harlots Knitting Olympics, um, or maybe just watching the real Olympics on TV. Um, so we thought we'd just talk today about our experiences and thoughts about the process.
0: Yep. And really, this topic here goes um, beyond the Olympics and the Rav Olympics. It is, you know, could be used with any contest or knit along that you might be um, entering in or thinking about entering in. So we just kind of thought we would um, talk a little bit about why people do these. Because a lot of people have asked us, why would they, you know, why would I do that? Why do I want to join a knit along or some sort of group? And so um, one of the things that we were talking about is just for the challenge itself. I mean, just to push yourself, just like the Olympians do, to challenge yourself to do something. So um, I know, like you were mentioning before, that you were challenging yourself to knit a sweater in the 17 days of the Olympics, right?
1: Yeah. How crazy is that? I I mean, (laughs) except that, you know, other people have done it you know so you know it can be done you 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 look at the other projects it's like oh well if they can do it surely i can do it too you know and and you know even if you don't quite make it and you get close that's still you know chances are it's better than you've ever done before so um you you learn something through the process and
0: right and um if you're joining like another knit along like um i think that you guys in springfield were doing the central park hoodie knit along um, that could be your very first sweater you could use that time to knit the same project as other people either around you online or around you in person so that you could kinda of figure out what you what you need to do and how you need to do it and knit alongs are great for that our group that meets on monday nights here in Carthage is um, we're starting uh, fuzzy feet knit along starting in March and the reason we chose that is that so many of them want to learn how to knit socks and The fuzzy feet is a pattern that is a sock construction, but then it's felted so that you end up with more like slippers, but Mm -hmm. you still have a cuff and a heel and a heel turn and, um, you know, the gusset and the toes. So you have all the parts of a sock, and this will give them the opportunity to do that on a larger scale so it goes quicker. And then when they go to read a sock pattern, they'll have a little bit better of an idea of how to actually knit their socks. So
1: And one thing that might, you know, deter people from the knit along, you know, when when you're all doing the same project is you might think, well, I don't want something that looks like, you know, everybody else. And that's just absolutely not the case. I mean, for one thing, chances are you're using different yarns, so right there you've got a different. But like with our um, Central Park hoodie knit along, which really kind of just started that There was one person who, who wanted to make it and she'd never made a sweater before. And she's like, do you think I could do that? I'm like, absolutely. You know, I mean, I've made it and it's, you know, I, so I know, you know, what the process is. I think you can do it. No problem. Well, then someone else was like, oh, that's cute. Well, I want to make it too. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's kind of how the knit along came to be. But then you have the person who's like, well, I really don't want the hood. I'm like, that's okay. I didn't do the hood on mine. I just did a collar. Oh, you can do that? Yeah. Okay. And then we had um, two people that they ended up working together and they're doing their sleeves in the round. So mm-hmm. they, rather than um, picking up and, and knitting the sleeves flat and, and doing that seaming construction, mm-hmm. they're doing them you know, already attached. And then we have people who did the three-needle bind off at the shoulders yeah. and others who just seamed it. And... You know, so they're all, even though it's the same pattern, I keep telling them, you know, the pattern's just a guideline. Yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, and that's the way it is, is that, you know, everybody uses different colored yarns and, you know, and they, they want to make some changes. Maybe you're a little more advanced already and um, you can actually help people in a knit along. So there are lots of different, you know, lots of different options and reasons why, um, you know, those knit-alongs are good. We we're also talking about just the overall, um, you know, knitting your first lace project, maybe. Um, you right. know, it kind of all falls underneath, like, learning new techniques. But yeah. lace is a little different because, you know, the yarn is different. The gauge is usually different, um, being that there's usually not a gauge at all, right? Um, you may need to learn how to read a chart for the first time. And, uh, you will probably learn things like, you know, using lifelines and putting markers in your place, you know, lots of markers, (laughs) lots of markers, um, you know, and lots of paying attention to what you're doing. So that might be something that you just want to sit down and focus on this one project during the knit along time, you know, or, you know, maybe it's a race, maybe it's just, um, like the, the Rav Olympics is more of a race than a knit along and it is, um, you know, everyone is pushing themselves. And so if you say, want to try this new pretty lace shawl that's really complicated, but push yourself to do it in a certain amount of time, then you really might actually, you know, be surprised at how well you do, you know. So, so those are some things. Um, what else do you think, Tammy? Some other reasons? Well,
1: I mean, like just some of the other events that Rav Olympics has, it's like, you know, finish all your works in progress. Or you know, mm-hmm. most of them, or several of them, um, depending on how many you have. I mean, I know there's lots of times we leave things, you know, languishing and and um, you know, so sometimes it helps to have that deadline. It's like you know what, I'm I'm making a decision. I'm either gonna, you know, fish or cut bait. Uh huh. Maybe I <laughs> so should have done speak. that with
0: my never-ending sock over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Well, and you know that's good too. And then you know, there's um. There's also some of the prizes and stuff that go along with these types of contests where um, each person is trying to meet this deadline and see who can get the gold and the silver, and it's set up that way. You know, there's yeah. some, some knit-alongs aren't set up um where you come in first place, for example, it's just a drawing, you know, for right something I I entered and I, you know, didn't even finish, but you're still in the drawing kind of thing. So Yeah. So that's a good reason to do that. Um oh uh,
1: well, yeah, you know, we all we all like to win prizes yes, and we do. I mean I mean almost most people do, you know, or or you know, especially when you see, you know, like someone's donated, you know, Volmiza. Mm-hmm, um <laughs> There you go.
0: And, like you
1: know what's it going to hurt to enter
0: exactly um one of the things that i was thinking about is for the mystery of the whole thing um i know that chris knits um on ravelry it's k r i s knits oh yeah the dishcloth yeah she's doing the dishcloth and the way she's doing it is there's a dishcloth for every month of 2010 and mm-hmm. in and each week or day i think like sometimes it's two days in a row and sometimes it's like a couple days in between she posts like five or six rows of the dishcloth and so you don't know what you're knitting as you go along and so um you know for january you would you would be knitting like five or six rows and then you would come back three or four days later and read her blog post again and then there would be a couple more rows posted and um then eventually by the end of the month you have one completed dishcloth and one thing i like about this is that um you don't have to do large chunks, I mean we're talking a couple of rows of knitting and purling and no increasing or decreasing and, or anything like that, just following along this pattern and before you know it you have a dishcloth done in a month. You know, not that yeah. you couldn't do one in a night, but still. <laughs> so for the mystery, and then there's also mystery shawls. Um, I haven't ever participated in one of those, but it's the same sort Me of neither. thing, right? They send you sections at a time, and you knit the section, and then you wait for the next section, and get it, you know, and then you have a, a beautiful shawl when you're done with it. So pretty, yeah, pretty neat idea. And
1: um, you know, it's I mean, it's funny because it's like you know, there's there's the opposite side to that too. So, you know, it's like, why, why enter? Well, why not enter? And I mean, for me, I mean, if we'll just work our way back now, um, the mystery doesn't appeal to me Mm -hmm. because I want to know what I'm going (sighs) to make. I want to know what I'm going to have at the end because what if I don't like it? What if it's a style? I mean, like I'm getting where I'm starting to knit like a lot of the shawlettes and everything. And I really, really like them. But I personally do not like circular shawls. Uh-huh. I, I I've seen some that are beautiful, but for my style and for you know what I want to do, it's like that's not for me. So if I spent you know a month or whatever doing a mystery you know shawl and and it was turning out to be circular, I I mean I'd have to drop out because it's like I don't want to spend my time knitting something that I don't want.
0: Right. That's so. Right.
1: You know, there's, I mean, so that's, that's the reason, you know, the opposite side, why not to?
0: Right. Um, there is another reason that I was thinking about is like, you know, the, the prizes and stuff. Well, you know, sometimes I don't really care about the prizes. I just care about, you know, I just care about the knitting itself. And so I don't really join knit alongs ever because I think I'm going to win a prize or I'm going to get a prize or anything. Um, the only thing that I could say about that, which kind of goes between why enter and why not, is um, some people do a knit along with a um, with a what do you call it? (laughs) I I don't know. You know, an exchange, sorry, where you... Oh, a swap. Yeah, a swap. There you go. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) You know, a word. Need another cup of coffee over here. Um. (laughs) Have have us some more coffee
1: there, Kate. Get some more
0: caffeine. (laughs) I know. Um, (laughs) So, but a swap, you know, sometimes I would rather um, give than receive and so in the swap, it's kind of fun. You get to do both things Um, and... And then again, I don't usually enter those because I don't like the pressure of the deadline. What about you? How do you yeah. feel about that?
1: I I go back and forth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, at the beginning of the Olymp- of Rav Olympics, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, a sweater in 17 days. That's a challenge. I can do it. You know, that's going to be awesome. Because in 17 days, I'll have a sweater I didn't have before. And yeah. I'll have, you know, six or seven yeah. skeins of yarn out of my stash. Uh-huh you know so i mean that was that was a big motivation now that we're getting down to the fact that it ends tomorrow i mean literally like this past week it's like every spare moment i've had has been like oh goodness i've got to i've got to get you know one more repeat of this lace pattern how many more inches do i have okay well i have to stay up later um you know i've got to stay up till 11 in order to get this much done before i can go to bed because i'm not at the progress that I need to be, Mm -hmm. you know? So now, I mean, I'm just, I'm really close and I know I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'm glad I did it. But at the same time, I'm like, Oh, you know,
0: yeah it's like not quite as fun because you're pressured to get things done, and I do that to myself all the time when people ask me to make them something um it that that's kind of what happens to me is that well for one thing, I'm making a blanket for an auction that's coming up for um the Royal family Kids camp thing that I mentioned before on mm-hmm. our podcast, and it um it I'm decided to do the Tree of Life afghan oh um, beautiful yeah so pretty but I'm going to do more of a baby size so that it's like either a throw or or a baby blanket one or the other right um but I thought it, I thought that better it would bring a little better price if it had a, a beautiful design on it so um I need to have it done by April 1st and I already feel the pressure to get that done because it's a blanket and like you mentioned a huh. few minutes ago March is tomorrow <laughs> so yeah you know that gives well, me well Monday Well, yeah, Monday, sorry. We get a full, I still need more coffee. We get a full (laughs) blanket in a month and that gives me pressure and that pressure is sometimes not wanted and that's why sometimes the knit alongs and the competitions and the contests don't always appeal to me because it takes the fun, um, relaxing side out of knitting for me at least. I don't know.
1: Well, and that's why, you know, as, as I mentioned with the February lady sweater, you know, in, in our intro mm-hmm. that I'm like two years behind, you know, everybody knitting it. Right, right. So like when that when that new pattern comes out, you know, that becomes the wildfire knit that, you know, we've talked about before, you know, I mean, good grief. How long, how many thousands of people have knit tee before, you know, I did one? And, you know... A lot of people, you know, I mean, the, F- the FLS is like one of those really popular, you know, easy sweaters. CPH is another, yeah. you know, and but I just I tend to I tend to not want to do stuff that other people are doing <laughs> until I mean, because I've, I just want to do what I want to do. I mean, and I might say it's like, oh, I really like that and I'll do it someday, you know, well, someday's here for me for FLS yeah. now, but right. um. Yeah, I don't get motivated by a lot of people doing the same thing unless, you know, it just really is for the um, camaraderie of, of um, you Knitting know, like especially in in, a, in our local groups, you know, if you're doing the same thing, you know, that's that's kind of cool because then you're talking about it, you're you're seeing them in person, you yeah. know, it's not just on Ravelry or on the web.
0: And one thing like we all did a clapoty about the same time. It was kind of an impromptu clapoty thing, and we were. All struggling with starting it, and we were all doing it differently because um, I think that yours was mine was a shawl shawl size, mine was a scarf size, a thin, yeah, because you didn't have enough yarn, yeah, and then yours, yeah, and then I ran out of yarn, and then there's you know, but (laughs) so there was like all these complications with with mine that made it different than you know what other people had done, and yours was wider, wasn't it? And you do the
1: I don't think I did it wider, but I think. I ended up, because it calls for like 12 repeats in the straight section, and I seriously think I did like 21. Oh, yours was a lot different, yeah. Because I had all this yarn, and I was just like... What am I going to do with it, you know? So, I mean, I just kept on going.
0: And it is fun once you're going. It's just one of those things yeah. you love to Oh, work I, on. I
1: love the pattern. I I, I want to start another one, you know, like as soon as I can, but
0: yeah. I can't
1: because it's still rev
0: Olympics and I'm not done with the sweater. <laughs> You'll be done soon. You'll be done soon. Well, you know, um, but along some of those things can take away from the joy of the knitting and, um, you know, and, but sometimes people might like those challenges, like, you know, to force them to be a monogamous knitter when they're not, or like you said before, to finish unfinished projects, um, you know, just basically reaching goals, setting goals. um, So there are a lot of reasons to enter, and there are a lot of reasons why you wouldn't want to, and so I think this would be kind of... And we're okay with both of them. Yep, we're okay with both (laughs) of them. We have both done some knit alongs. We have both skipped out. I didn't do Ravel Olympics this year and just, I don't know, I didn't do it because, um, one, I had plenty of other stuff to work on like somebody who thought she needed to knit for Valentine's, you know. Yeah. Um, so there there are different reasons um, why – t- I mean, there's another why not to enter, I guess, is that the timing's off. You know, you can't um, – you have other things going on, and you know you won't be able to focus. So um, those are some – Yeah, I
1: had to throw a baby shower, you know, in the middle of <laughs> the Rebel Olympics. So, I mean, I seriously lost, like, an entire Saturday. Yeah. Plus, plus the week before that, you know, time was short because I was having to really clean the house because I was having all these people come in. And then um, I, if people don't follow me on Plurk or um, Facebook or Twitter where they might have seen this, the morning of the baby shower, uh-huh. um, I broke the snot out of my little toe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which I which have done before. But like this, I did it up good this time and I tore tendons, you know. So even after the shower, I didn't feel like doing anything. I was like, you know, give me some coating. You know, and some <laughs> ice nap. for my foot. I mean, so yeah, that that was a major injury setback for Rev Olympics.
0: I guess you're gonna have to knit yourself an ace bandage or something pretty soon. <laughs> Keep it around. <laughs> That's That's Just knit yourself an ace bandage and uh, hang on to that for a while. So Uh, I
1: have quite an assortment, of course, for toes. That doesn't really do (laughs) anything. That wouldn't take very long, did it? Like a little, you know, custom toe band. There you go.
0: Just one (laughs) tight knit. I just.
1: That's, that's like, okay, yeah, obviously, I haven't had enough caffeine. Uh, I I am claiming this for copyright purposes right now, but I sh- I should knit like a whole series of like, you know, medical gear.
0: There you go, that you broke your toe for, you know, and then you have for, these for, little for, splintses. For I-cord splints. <laughs> just for there you go, because I could use that. I can get in on that with you, I think. Oh, my word. So, well, anyway, um, we hope that that gives you a little bit of, um, you know, interest about the uh, challenges of joining knit-alongs and other contests and stuff like that. But I would love to hear some of your thoughts on it, maybe something that we missed. Maybe there are other reasons why you decided that you did want to join or didn't want to join that we didn't mention. So um, we'll start a thread on our forum on Ravelry, and let's talk about it. Let's... Let's talk about it. I want to hear about it. So, anyway, um, well, if you'll stay with us, we'll be right back in just a moment with Knitting from the Word.
1: Well, if I have learned one thing from participating in my first Olympics, it's this. It can be very stressful. And it was hard. I stayed up late. I focused on knitting to the detriment of many household chores, all for this non-obligatory goal that I imposed upon myself. But the stress and pressure was actually very good for me because I learned more about myself and my abilities, both in the knitting itself as well as handling the pressure. And, you know, it's kind of that way with, with being Christian. Becoming a Christian is easy. It's being a Christian that can be hard. To become a Christian, all you have to do is accept the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. And, you know, there's there's nothing that you can do to earn it. Um, so if you want to know more about that, please contact us. Don't hesitate to do that. But being a Christian, it means striving to become more like Christ. And it means that we'll have to be tested I become a better knitter by testing myself, pushing myself to the limit, and sometimes I succeed and other times I fail miserably, just like in my walk with Christ. I do pretty well with the big stuff, like death in the family, but heaven forbid you cut me off in traffic or give me bad service at a store or restaurant, it's like I completely forget the meaning of the word grace. But thankfully, God always gives me another chance and I don't have to wait two more years for the next time to practice being more like him. 1 Corinthians 10.13 tells us, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. And Philippians 4.13 reminds us, I can do everything through Him who gives me strength. So the good news is that even though we'll all go through things and many of us will endure similar situations, God will make a way through his own strength for us to come through to the other side. And I don't know about you, but for me, that takes a lot of the pressure off.
0: Absolutely. And I really love that scripture, the first Corinthians, um, about no temptation has seized you. Because that is kind of what those moments are that you were talking about. They're just temptations um, for us Mm -hmm. to fall into sin when someone cuts you off or gives you bad service or um, does something that is not fair or just, but um, those are the times when it is the most difficult for us to um, be a good Christian and just make, you know, turn away. We do have that way out. We just feel like there's no way out because you want to be justified and, um, you know, you want to be treated a certain way. But, you know, if you just um, take that one way, which is, you know, oddly enough, the very next scripture, which is taking the strength of Christ you can do that you can just hold your tongue or make it through whatever it is that you're going through and sometimes whenever we um, come along a situation that we just cannot understand you know a death of a loved one or a sickness or something um, we just have to remember that all of those things are to God's glory one way or another. And right, that, even if we don't understand it. Yeah exactly and that's you know I think that's one thing that I feel that um, non-christians or pre-christians even, they just, they don't have that understanding, and, um, and of course it's always harder to see it when you're, when you're in the moment, you know, something was happening to someone you love, it's really hard to see that right then and there, but, um, you know, but that is it, I mean, it's for God's glory, and, um, I think that as Christians that we need to show people that that's why and that we have the strength of Christ. And then, you know, then they'll say, well, that's how I want to be. I want to have that lack of worry, you know? So anyway, uh, that was great devotion, Tammy. Thank you so much for that. Um, If anyone has any prayer requests or comments or questions about anything that we've said, um, please contact us, also your praise reports, because we've been praying for you and we want to know that those prayers are going up and being heard and that you are doing better. So um, so make sure that you send us that uh, one way or another through the site or through Ravelry.
1: Yeah. So, and, and even if we, um, maybe don't respond, we try to respond to every email, but if we miss something, you know, in a comment or something, um, as far as responding, know that we haven't missed it, seeing it, and that we are um, you know, lifting you up in prayer. And we appreciate you um, praying for us as well. So um, thanks for listening. And um, don't forget to join us in person if you're in the Springfield, Missouri area on Thursday nights.
0: Or if you happen to be in the Carthage slash Joplin area, you can join me for Knit Together on Monday nights and um we would love to have you um we should mention real quick that we do love having new knitters so if you know someone yes. who wants to learn how to knit and they're in our area um feel free to send them our way we'll do what we can definitely so absolutely um okay i'm going to go ahead and take this time to close us in prayer Lord God, we are just thankful right now that we can come to you today, um, get together and do this podcast and talk about this wonderful hobby that we share called knitting. We just are really blessed that it brings us together the way that it does and gives us so much opportunity to bring glory to your name. Father, we just ask right now that you will touch each and every one of our listeners, give them extra special blessings this year, um, and as they go out upon the world, allow them to spread that joy of Christ to other people father we're happy to have um christians and non-christians alike who listen to this podcast and we want to make sure that we are uplifting your name properly and um showing them what you can do for their lives god um we also have some friends who are going through some rough stuff and uh, we just want to make sure that that you touch their lives god you know who they are you know who we are trying to lift up father so would you just please um go to them right now and provide comfort God and knowledge and wisdom in what they're going through and Father we have had uh, many deaths lately uh, many sicknesses and illnesses Father but we just ask right now that you you will show them that all things Father all things as you said in Corinthians are um, for your purpose and that you know we won't be tempted beyond what we can bear Father so uh, please give them the strength through you God and let us um be there for them and give us the right words when we do approach them, um, Father, so that we can make sure that we provide the comfort that they need. And we ask all of these things, Father, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. All right, we will talk to you next time.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs> Turk is the lion. but I wouldn't give. is the Turk is the